Hello, and welcome to the Triple Effect Podcast. This is episode number two. Triple Effect is where we share lit Bible verses, lit words. Triple Effect stands for three different fect words, effect, effect, and infect. The effect is the active agent. It's the cause that produces a result. The result is the effect. And that then in turn causes us to go out and want to infect the world with the words that we've experienced. So today, our title is, It's Within Reach. If something's within reach of you, you can just put your hand out and you can apprehend it. You can grab it. It's within reach. And I love this passage from Ezekiel chapter 36, and it's verses 26 through 31 that we're focusing on. But specifically, let's start with verses 26 and 27. It says, Moreover, I will give you a new heart, and I'll put a new spirit within you. And I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. So what this is saying is a new heart and a new spirit, a revitalized life is within reach. It's within your reach. And it's incredible to think of your heart as being hardened. You know what that'd be like. It'd be like you, nothing can penetrate that hardened heart. It's just, it's just stone. It's stone cold, if you would. Nothing can get through. And, and a stone, I, it doesn't feel anything. But a heart of flesh, when you receive your new heart and your new spirit, that heart of flesh, it can feel again. And many of us have lost feeling over the years from having our hearts trampled or, or having circumstances go wrong in our lives that, that have produced a calloused heart or a hardened heart. And then verse 27, it goes on and it says, but I will put my spirit within you and cause. That word cause is effect as well. I will put my spirit within you. And I want you to think about this for just a minute. When God says, I will put my spirit within you, that's the very spirit that created this world that knows you. It's the, it's the ancient one who was always there and will always be there. And he is saying that is with not only within reach, but it's within you. It's pretty incredible. So those two verses are verses that you would hear maybe frequently from devotional plans or possibly even frequently from pulpits. But the problem with just taking those verses for what they say, and we should, we should stand on those and believe them over our lives. But the problem with just taking those verses and not putting them in the context of the overall scripture is we can misinterpret or we can misunderstand the scripture. So if you want to take the time to read this um, post, it's right there in your notes where you're viewing this. You can read the detailed thoughts that I wrote down on this, but I would like to paraphrase a little bit of this for you as well. So great, we're going to get a new heart, we're going to get a new spirit, and his, his spirit's going to live inside of us. Wow, this is awesome. So the new heart and the new spirit, these promises, they're incredible. The verses that surround them are also important too. 
And you can't just claim the promise without taking a sober look at what's being said in the entirety of this scripture. So here's kind of the context of what's being said. So God's saying these words to the nation of Israel, and Israel is the chosen nation of God. Israel's a tiny little nation, but it was chosen by God. So he's speaking to Israel, and by the way, just like Israel, you are chosen by God too, and you can then kind of cross-apply this. Even though it was being spoken of Israel, we are in the New Testament sense a type of Israel, so we can apply some of these thoughts, but we can't just pick one thought out and apply it. We need to take the entirety of this thought. So Israel at the time, they blew it. They were, they were messing up. They had issues, and they had been um, separated out And so here's kind of a paraphrased version of what I believe God's saying to Israel in the surrounding passages where he's speaking of giving this new heart and new spirit to Israel. He says something like this. He's like, hey, you guys have been selfish. You've sought your own ways and and you've sought your own wants and you've done that over following me. You've made other things more important than me. And so because of that, I've humbled you and I've scattered you. I've driven you from the good land that I had for you, and now people are talking about you, and they won't shut their mouths. Have you ever had that take place in your life? It's like like something happens in your life, and everybody seems to be looking and pointing and saying, oh, yeah, look at that. Well, that's what was happening to Israel in these days. People were walking by or you know, seeing their deserted mountains and deserted cities and, and saying, well, what happened to the God that loved them and took care of them? But then God, in in these passages, he says, but don't worry. You've been scattered, but don't worry. I'm going to rescue you. I'm going to give you a new heart and spirit, and I'm going to make you feel again. I'm going to bring you back into the good land. I'm going to bless you, and I'm going to allow you to thrive. But it's not because you're super cool or super great. It's because I want the world to see that I love you. I want them to know that I love you and that I've chosen you. So don't get too big for your britches, as they say, and think that it's because you're so wonderful and that you do everything right. It's not. It's because I love you and that's it. Most of us, we don't need a lot of help knowing that we missed the mark, right? Again, uh, so I'm, I'm not saying, uh, I'm saying most of us don't need a lot of help knowing that we missed the mark or that we fail but some people actually really do think pretty highly of themselves. But that's not, I think, most common, at least in my experiences. What's most common is that we know that we could do better and we know that we fall short in many ways. So even though you miss the mark, you have to remember that God's goodness is within reach. And even though you could do better, You've got to remember that God's favor on your life is within reach. It's right there around you. And even though you don't always give it your full effort, you've got to remember that God's blessing is right around you and it's right there within reach. Now, on the flip side of that, for those of you who do, think pretty highly of yourself and you consider yourself to be the center of the universe. I pray that any of us that have that mentality, that we get knocked off our high horses and that we come down to reality. See, in and of yourself, you're not that cool, you're not that special, and you're not that unique. However, 
when you live into your created purpose and do so in a humble way, not thinking more highly of yourself than you should, you have access to great amounts of divine power, love, and energy. For the humbled you, God's goodness is right within reach. For the proud you, well, not so much. The broken and the humble, the arrogant and the ignorant all have the same opportunity. Admit our need and receive his free gift of newness, a new heart, and a new spirit. So I believe this is what the Spirit's saying to, to Neil today. I, I believe he's saying, hey, son, uh, encourage the people with this word and stand on these promises. So this is the encouragement uh, for you. A new heart and a new spirit are right before you. You have the opportunity. It's at hand. It's within reach. I'm going to put my spirit within you, is what the Lord would say to you. The spirit that formed the world and knows all, I'm going to put that within you. And I'll multiply the goodness around you, but don't act like it's because you're so great. I'm doing this to reverse the curse on your life. And I'm doing this so that all will see that I love you and that people will shut their mouths and see the goodness of God is irrevocable. So I'm very grateful today for mercy, for grace, for undeserved favor, for a new heart, for a new spirit, for the spirit living inside of me and the spirit living in our midst. And I pray we never take the kindness of God or the goodness of God for granted and that we all learn to live into our calling with humility and wisdom. I'm going to take a moment to pray. God, thank you so much for loving us, for teaching us, for humbling us, and for removing hearts of stone from within our chests and placing within us a beating heart that can feel and that's tender and that experiences you. I pray for every listener that is struggling with hardness of heart right now that you would remove that heart from their chest if that's what they would like. And as they invite you to, I pray that they would plant their, their focus and their trust upon you and that you would plant your new heart right within them and that your spirit would abide in them. Pray these things in Jesus' name. And if that is you, all you have to do is just, is just agree with that and invite that and seek that. And in seeking that, you, you really, um, you can take these tracker questions that we uh, written, have written here for you and have a discussion. You can read these yourself and be honest with yourself, but I highly encourage you to have a, 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 an accountability partner or somebody that you can walk with, somebody that you trust, somebody that's safe, and, and just have a dialogue about these questions. Do you think, this is a question, do you think highly or lowly of yourself and Why? Do you see a need for God's mercy in your life? Do you believe newness is within reach or do you doubt that it's even true, that you even can live a new life? And what are you going to do differently today because of what you just heard? So I'm so glad that you're listening to this podcast and we believe great things are in store for your future and that you'll experience a, a triple effect transformation of your life as you lean into these lit words. See you in the next episode.